Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. My name is Dave Taylor. Man, what an episode today. Vince McMahon is back. What? How did this happen? Who saw this swerve coming? Uh, thanks for uh, checking us out. or FM 99 and 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast. And if you're not in the uh, Hampton Roads area of Virginia, uh, that, that's where you can find us. Norfolk, Virginia Beach, uh, Chesapeake. That's where we are. FM 99 and 106.9 The Fox. Uh, a couple of radio stations here. A couple of rock stations. And that's where you can find uh, a lot of our podcast episodes. FM99.com and 1069thefox.com out of the media tab. And anywhere you listen to the podcast, you can also find us there as well. Uh, part of how you're doing that right now. Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, a lot of different places. Stitcher. And just search ESPR Wrestling or hit the subscribe button, however you're listening, and make sure you got us. And thank you for uh, checking us out. Man, what an episode we have today. Uh, we're also on social media, Facebook and Twitter, ESPR99. That's our handle, ESPR99. And uh, some people still occasionally email us, ESPR at FM99.com. Thanks for checking us out. And, uh, yeah, the uh, big news, and we kind of saw this being teased, uh, was uh, Vince McMahon wanting to come back. And, uh, yeah, be back on the board of directors. We're like, what? Well, Vince retired last year. He had all that stuff going on and all these cases and give money out and hush money and all this other stuff. Well, uh, no, that's all changed. Uh, by the way, big day for WWE. In case you're wondering how this did on the uh, stocks, uh, they made a lot of money. The uh, stock went up uh, 16, uh, almost 17% today. Went up uh, $12.23. So if you got a lot of WWE stock, it was Pretty good day. At uh, one point, uh, it was even at uh, trading at like $88. That's a uh, big increase. Uh, they're making headlines all over the place. Why did this happen? Why is this going on? Well, Vince McMahon released a statement earlier today. says, WWE is entering a critical juncture in its history with the upcoming media right negotiations coinciding with increased industry-wide demand for quality content and live events and with more companies seeking to own the intellectual property on their platforms, he said the only way for WWE to fully capitalize on this opportunity is for me to return as executive chairman and support the management team in the negotiations for our media rights and to combine that with a review of strategic alternatives. My return will allow WWE, as well as any transaction counterparties, to engage in these processes knowing They'll have the support of the controlling shareholder. That is a big thing. Now, uh, another thing that he also stated as well is that uh, apparently that's all he's going to be doing. Uh, he said this in the statement. He said, WWE has an exceptional management team in place. I do not intend for my return to have any impact on their roles, duties, or responsibilities. Now, all this came to happen, and uh, Vince McMahon and uh, you had um, – also, Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, they're back in the WWE Board of Directors. So they're going to help see this and uh, maybe even a sale of the company. I don't know. So out in the Board of Directors is Joel Lyons Dillon, Jeffrey Speed, and Alan Wexier. They're gone. There you go. So a lot of questions. Uh, you know, what does this mean? You know, uh, can they stop him? No. I mean, he still owns the uh, company. He's the prim primary shareholder and everything else. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, trying to figure out like what the heck is going on today. You know, uh, the uh, social media is like, what Vince is back. Uh, I'm not crazy about this. 
Uh, I, if it's truly just on the business side, I get it. But let me continue here. This is uh, something else. Uh, there was a what they call an all-hands-on-deck meeting that WWE had earlier today. And uh, this was uh, something of an email that uh, Stephanie McMahon sent out to her employees. And this was in the WWE press release as well. This is where the source is coming from. She said, today WWE announced the return of our founder, Vince McMahon, to our board of directors and a review of the company's strategic alternatives. Please see attached Nick Frick. Nick Frank and I will discuss this exciting opportunity. Today's all employee meeting. See you at three 30. So that is big. Now, according to PWInsider.com, they got some info on what happening. And it was a, a short meeting. It lasted about 10 minutes. And uh, if they weren't there in person, uh, other people were there on the phone. Now they announced officially at this meeting, and Vince McMahon was back in the board of directors. They also said, and this is the important part. Here we go. They reiterated, according to PWInsider.com, that there'd be no changes to management or their responsibilities at this time. Let's remember those words. So Triple H, Nepal Vest, Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, Frank Riddick the third, they're going to remain in place in their current positions and jobs. Also from PWInsider.com, they said it was also pushed that a move was a big positive and made to give the company everything they need to make the most of the future rights of revenue sales, like new deals for Raw and SmackDown. And they said as well to gauge the market for potential sale of the company with the idea that with Vince McMahon back, the entire company would all be on the same page in maximizing WWE's potential leading into the future. So I guess they are for sale. Now, the idea is that they would be looking at potential sale offers ahead of any rights negotiations in case there would be a greater benefit, like more money. Uh, so that's uh, another round. That, that doing that instead of another round of selling TV rights, but also greatly emphasize that a sale may not happen and it should be not assumed that it would. As the final saying all this goes to Vince McMahon. Why? Because he is the controlling shareholder. Something else that uh, came up, during this meeting, and this is according to uh, PWInsider.com, uh, that it was a possible avenue for the company that could be to take it all private again if it was the best outcome for shareholders. They also mentioned that among the potential uh, options was uh, not saying something that, that they will be doing, but it came up, but they're not doing that. It's also described as what they call a rah-rah meeting, and they tried to raise the uh, spirits of the troops, and they did not take any employee questions at all. And uh, a lot of uh, other uh, sites sorting, according to Brian Alvarez, saying that the employee meeting was claimed that nothing would change in day-to-day operations. Russell Votes said that sources state that all employee WWE meeting today have concluded with nothing of note taking place. With uh, a lot of the main guys, you know, Trips, uh, Stephanie Nikon, and Frank Riddick saying business as usual with the message. That's a lot of stuff to digest with what came down today. Uh, and then now you got to ask the question, is WWE for sale? That, that's that been one of the uh, rumors that have been going around for a while. Well, some people are like, okay, well, if they're going to sell the company, who could buy the company? And some various names came up, and I did some searching all around. And, um, and apparently, and I'll tell you what, good day for WWE stock, because apparently uh, you know that's, they have like a $90 a share price target. Which, uh, if you own a lot of stock, that's 
Not a bad thing because they had a big bump in that. But uh, some of the companies mentioned, uh, and who could buy this, uh, Comcast came up as a uh, potential buyer. Uh, you also had the uh, Amazon was mentioned. Uh, you had Netflix. These are just rumors. This is all speculation of uh, who could buy WWE. You also had uh, UFC's parent company being mentioned as well. Amazon's interesting, but you think of these streaming companies because Peacock you know, has – the rights right now, which I'm sure WWE is getting some pretty good coin on this. Uh, you know, Peacock, uh, according to uh, last note, was that uh, they had 18 million subscribers. So that that's uh, some big money right there. And you got to wonder, you know, because it's not just the WWE network, it's separate that you got you know, people like me who got Peacock, but other people who see that go, oh, WWE's on there. You know, they know the numbers in that. Uh, you know, I mean, if Disney buys them, they got 164 million subscribers. Of course, probably a lot of adult content probably won't be on there, or maybe you have to sign in for that. Of course, you got ESPN Plus, Hulu. Uh, it's got big numbers as well. Netflix, who are starting to do some uh, potential streaming. I think they got their first one coming up in just a moment. And then you got to HBO Max. So there's a lot of options here of where WWE can go. Of course, you still want the broadcast rights, USA, and I'm assuming Fox still wants it as, uh, you know, they're usually a high-rating show for that night or at least one of the higher-rated shows for those networks. And it does respectable numbers still for, you know, people say ratings are down. Uh, they're down everywhere. Everything is down. There's more options to watch shows and with WWE nowadays, like I, I got to be honest with you, if I don't watch it on Monday or uh, you know Friday night, I'll watch it another time. You know, a lot of people are doing that, or they're watching the highlights and then go back and watch the show. And it's different. You know, wrestling's not going to hit the five million viewers again. That that's just something. You know, it was a different time twenty plus years ago when all that was going on. Nowadays, you know, yeah, they're. At two million or below two million, and you know people will watch things later. Not always live, but people still want live content because it does bring you back. You watch it, and they know the numbers. I mean, I would love to, you know, if you were have inside information to see like the breakdown of this. You know, they break down the ratings. You know, they get the quarter hour ratings to see. You know, okay, those watching it live, who did what? You know, what went up? What went down? Why did they go down? Who was involved? And they figure a lot of this out. That that's you know for years that was always, you know how they figured out some some guys. I don't want to bring up Zach Ryder's name, but there was like a story where like oh he came on TV and the ratings went down, so like he was to blame or something else. Uh, you know all all this stuff that came out. You know what quarter hours did big, and of course if you had the overrun, that was always huge too for that last quarter hour because you know we used to get, how many years did we get trained to to watch that. That overrun, you know, if you weren't watching Raw, but you would turn it on at the end because you knew something big was going to happen, that was always the thing. Okay, I'm going to watch uh, the last 10 minutes of this, and I know it's going to go a little bit after 11 o'clock or whatever. It's perfect. I'll watch that. Then that overrun ended a few years ago. And then the format of Raw changed where, you know, the big stuff seemed to happen in the 9 o'clock hour, and the 10 o'clock wasn't that important? I know they kind of fixed it and everything. And, and like, I, I don't know, you know, if that's if that's how they're going to do, if they're going to run business how it is now, uh, that's fine. Um, and and you're like, oh, you're crazy, all this stuff. I get it from a business end, but keep his hands off the product. Keep his hands off. Keep Vince's hands off the product. If he wants to sell, do whatever. 
Go ahead. But uh, we do not need uh, you know him affecting any booking or anything else. That is one thing that uh, that at least for me needs to be that way because uh, you know has things things been better since trips has take over? Has it been perfect? No, it has not. Yeah, we will delve into that uh, in another episode. But but uh, Vince, uh, you know, if he's handling the business then, and that's all he's doing, and he's hands off everything else. Please let it be that way. Uh, there was a story that uh, came out that uh, Vince apparently did not like uh, a lot of wrestlers. That was like the one thing where uh, people said that, uh, you know, the uh, people he released were people that uh, he was not fans of. <laughs> uh, this is a story uh, from various sources. I'll mention a sports Kita. For one of them, and I, I've seen this on Ringside News, where he said Vince McMahon allegedly did not like the talent that he released during the pandemic. And this was uh, an alleged report from a, a WWE employee who doesn't want to be named. But the, uh, the the quote was, I can't count how many interviews I had with people I talked to outside of the company that said Vince liked me, but I got fired. The guy said he didn't like you. He didn't like any of them he fired or he wouldn't have fired them during the pandemic. That's what uh, one higher up said. And, uh, of course, somebody else said, I would not be surprised if you return to creative. Please don't. Uh, SmackDown. It's going to be interesting tonight. I, I tell you that. You know, I mean, I, I don't imagine Vince coming back in television. Uh, you know, can we keep him away? I mean, because we really haven't seen, you know, other than the one time Stephanie thanking her dad. You know, the whole thank you, Vince chant. That was awkward. Um, you know, and I don't really see trips or anything. Uh, hopefully... You know, hopefully that uh, we're not going to see that. Just let everything else happen, and we don't need to see him on television. So there you go. That is a huge, huge story right there. Uh, Vince McMahon is back, and, and we'll see how uh, what happens on SmackDown tonight. By the way, uh, Money in the Bank, uh, as we keep on uh, some uh, WWE news, Money in the Bank, did you uh, hear about this? It's going to be in the U.K. this year. It's going to be at the O2 Arena in London on Saturday, July 1st. Which makes me wonder that uh, I guess uh, SummerSlam mid August this uh, this year, but uh, yeah, money money uh, money in the bank Saturday July first this year at the London O2 Arena, and I think the uh, the woman's winner have already cashed in her uh, championship opportunity. Because <laughs> God forbid we have two people hold it for a very long time. You know, I was wondering if Money in the Bank was going to come back uh, because of all the stuff going on. You know, they got rid of the twenty four seven title. Thank you. And uh, I just was wondering, is that, are you going to keep the money in the bank thing going on? I mean, it, you know, as long as you don't screw with the concept, you know, I mean, you know, a lot with Austin Theory, how he won it, I, I get him winning it, but like how it was done, it was like, oh, well, it's obvious he's going to win. Uh, or Brock winning it, you know, just just keep it a normal match. Don't throw stupidity in it because you just make it too predictable. So hopefully uh, we'll see what happens. In this particular moment here. Uh, anyways, yeah, this Money in the Bank uh, is there. Uh, also, uh, in wrestling news, uh, the former Sasha Banks is back. Uh, Mercedes Monet debuted uh, over the weekend at the New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 17. Now, if you've seen the clip, uh, a lot of people are saying Sasha botched during the event, but a lot of people are defending her saying uh, it's not her fault. Uh, Sasha, you know, went for the DDT, but, uh, for uh, whatever reason, when she attacked Carrie saying Carrie spun her knees 
So there was no head grab for the DDT, and, uh, and Mercedes fell on her back and still did the move, but not her fault. But uh, a lot of people are claiming that, or the promo was a little bit flat or whatever else. But uh, but Chiari and uh, Monet, uh, they're going to be uh, fighting uh, next month in San Jose, California. That's uh, February 18th, the uh, NJPW Battle in the Valley is happening. So uh, you'd be able to, uh, you know, check that out through uh, New Japan's website. They got some subscription services. Uh, but a lot of people just trashing the debut just for that and the uh, flat promo. Uh, but keep in mind, Japanese audiences are a lot different than they are here. They're, they're quiet for promos, which is fantastic, uh, and usually quiet for entrances as they make their way down to the ring. But introductions are big. Everything else, don't forget the streamers and, and everything. But uh, great to see Kiari Sane uh, wrestle uh, again and everything else. And, uh, you know, after she left WWE, definitely a uh, a, a missed person. Uh, her and Asuka were a great tag team. But, uh, yeah, Sasha Banks, yeah, out of WWE and uh, in, in New Japan, at least for now. Now, is she going to show up in AEW? There's some rumors there because uh, there was a Soraya looking for a tag team partner, and apparently Tony Storm was going to be the partner, but some other people weren't mad or weren't happy with that decision uh, and, and everything else. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe she's going to show up in AEW. We'll see if that moves the needle at all or uh, if all the comments in wrestling sites would just have the uh, laughing emoji. I don't know why. Also, uh, WWE, or I should say AEW news, uh, congrats to uh, Darby Ellen, who... Uh, Darby beat Samoa Joe for the TNT title and in his hometown. So, yes, I guess in AEW, you win in your hometown as opposed to uh, WWE where you don't win in your hometown. But uh, Darby Allen uh, beat uh, Samoa Joe. And now he's going to be uh, taking on uh, Mike Bennett on Rampage for the uh, title. Uh, by the way, uh, what the heck happened to Wardlow, former guest in ESPR? Uh, you can check it out a few episodes ago. Uh, had the title lost to Samoa Joe. Now Darby Allen has it. I mean, are we going to get a three-way here? I mean, congrats to Darby Allen, by the way. Guys are working his uh, butt off there. And, uh, you know, for some reason, I kept thinking, like, he's going to turn on Sting. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen at some point or what. But uh, but congrats to Darby Allen, your new TNT title holder. There you go. Man, that's just a lot of quick stuff this week. We got a lot of stuff to get to um, behind on getting the uh, the year and done. Uh, so that that's going to change now with all the uh, Vince news. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, there you go. Anyways, that's this episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, ESPR99. So many podcast apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, Follow, subscribe, hit that like button so you know when we do a new episode. And FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. Find us under the media tab. Thanks for checking us out. And, uh, man, we got a lot to go through this month. And as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great weekend, everybody. I am Dave Taylor. Thanks for checking us out. <laughs>